0: Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with The Closet Chronicles, founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and styled by Love E. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper into the fashion industry for aspiring or new entrepreneurs in this industry. We also interview our special guests that have experience in the fashion professional world. And we talk a little bit about e-commerce, tech, fashion and all of the things that make this industry. So today we have a special guest, LaToya Lane, and she is going to tell us her style story and share insights and advice for you as you build your business or just start your business. So welcome, LaToya. How are you? I'm good.
1: Thanks for having me. Evanya. No, thank you for joining in. I know <laughs>
0: we've been trying to make this happen for like about a week.
1: So i glad
0: <laughs> we can finally get it together. So of yes. course, first just tell the people, you know, um, what your business is, how you got involved in
1: fashion,
0: and you know your your style journey or style stories I like to call it
1: okay, so um whoo it's a long one um, <laughs> well, you know give <laughs> us the condensed version. I'm gonna give you the condensed version so make a long um, story short very short <laughs> very short very short so um I am originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I went into the military and um got out, got married. Well, got married, got out. And I needed something to do when I moved every two, two to four years with my um, my then husband. And um, one of the things I just fell into was styling. And this is mm-hmm. back before it was really cool, before Rachel Zoe made it cool. Um, this was like back in, oh God, girl, what, 2000? It was like 2004 when mm-hmm. I started and I started in Japan. So I did that for four years in Japan and then moved to Tucson, um, dabbled in it there. And then we relocated again in less than 18 months to Moody Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's where I met Evanya. We were, I was working with uh, Rhonda Wilkins in Atlanta and me and her happened to be on the same charity fashion show
0: and we just hit it
1: off. It was so funny. Because we were both so unbothered about everything that was going around, going on around us, we were just yes. like, "We don't care about them." What do you do? What's your name? Like we were so, and we were both short. We <laughs> were both short. <laughs> so um, that started our great friendship. Um, but yeah, I continued on being a celebrity fashion stylist for fifteen plus years. Um I still do it here and there. I still have a manager, Rhonda Wilkins, and I still have a manager in uh, London. Rhonda Wilkins is in Atlanta. I like to work mainly with um, executives and professionals, not so much celebrities, personal preference. Um, Mine's too. Yeah, um, I went on to London and I was the creative director for a London Fashion Week show uh, for the House of Icons. And I did that for two years. So I I handled all casting, model development, um, as well as handling all the designers. So I did that. And um, literally after that, I was just like, I really like development. And so um, I was also teaching at UMUC uh, marketing and business management. And so I just kind of segued my way into um, becoming a development and uh, business uh, creative coach. So now I am basically a, p- a professional development strategist and I work with the whole person developing you, period, um, out from the inside out. So yeah, that's me. Awesome.
0: Now, how do you? How does your fashion and your new business kind of interact, or do you work with more creative people with that because you have the fashion background?
1: Um, actually, no. You'd be amazed. I actually work mainly corporate. A lot of this is corporate. Um, one of the things I feel well that I've seen is that, especially with COVID, you know, people are no longer going into the office, right? When people, and I'm going to speak before pre-COVID, people are going into the office. People, um, when you're trying to level up in your career, whether it's corporate or as an entrepreneur, your clothing matters. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot care what other people think about you, and that is great. But as soon as you try to pitch to an investor, as soon as you go for a job interview, as soon as you go in and you give over perception, right? Yes. And how you show up does matter, um, especially for professional. And even if you're just meeting new people, you're dating, right? Um, how you present yourself in that, in that immediate, that first time someone sees you, they make assumptions based on how you look. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think the next generation, they, they don't understand the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say. And and that's really so when I deal with professional behavior, which is my my company um, is the membership site. I want people to understand that, yeah, how you look does matter. Like you yeah. can still sprinkle your own personality in that in that black suit, but you're going to wear that black suit to that interview, baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I totally, uh, totally agree. Um, we do
0: live in a very visual world and how we, we show do. up does matter. And I always stress to my clients, as you know, I work with corporate professionals yeah, too. It's more like you got to think of style as another part of your executive tool belt for part yes. of your executive presence. Like we focus yes. so much on oh, my resume, my experience, and I'm so smart. Yeah. I can't see you inside your brain, but there I can go. see, do you show up looking like you know what you're doing? versus, you know, showing up looking disheveled, and then I'm surprised that your capabilities match because they didn't match how you look. So just making sure it's all on point together. Business cards, website, presence, everything just needs to be on point.
1: Yes, it does.
0: <clears throat> now, what would you tell, or I always ask every entrepreneur because we always, you know, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas or like catch 22s of like, oh, if I knew what I know now when mm. I started, I wouldn't have did this or I would have did that. What would you suggest, um, you know, advice that you was giving? I would say three. Three pieces of advice you would give an aspiring or current entrepreneur that's trying to grow or start their business Okay. that you wish you knew when you started.
1: <laughs> um, Let's see. Wish I knew when I started. I'm kind of a different breed because I grew up in companies yeah so I kind of had a leg up on people yeah. with that and and then I was in the military so one thing I will say that I saw a lot of people making mistakes on was not establishing uh getting an EIN like as soon as you even think about you're getting business getting an EIN and getting your domain name before someone yeah. else takes it yeah um that is one of the biggest mistakes I see. People are like, oh, I'm going to just do business. No, boo-boo. You can't do business in your own name. That's liability. Um, yeah. So setting up your business foundation. Yeah, yes. I agree.
0: People so to is, be like, I want to design my business card, but right. no, I don't have no
1: kind of foundation. None. None whatsoever. And um, then I would say the next thing is understanding contracts.
0: Yeah.
1: Regardless of what you do. Understanding contracts. And understanding the systems to get them in place, um, and customer service—those will be your things. It doesn't matter what industry you're actually in. If you're in the yeah. fashion industry, you know, having good customer service is always going to be—is it's always going to what's going to set you apart from others? Because I know, and you know, this um, stylists can be divas, yeah. and it's like that's not the, thats not that wasn't our purpose. Our yeah. purpose was to it's be a service behind the scene. That part. <laughs> our purpose is to be behind the spotlight Yeah. and to make our clients look good and make our clients shine. And what I'm seeing now with a lot of stylists is like they want to shine. And that's yeah. great if that's what you want to do. But will you go right ahead? But, but my uh, thing is I'm at gonna...
0: that point, are: right, do you want to be a stylist or do you want to be a style influencer? Do you want to be a right. blogger? Like right. to me, that's where you're using brands to promote yourself and how you put together right. outfits. Versus right. working with clients is about making right. them look them good, show good, up right etc. Because
1: you you're a servant, like yeah. you know you are a therapist. It's luxury
0: service, but it's service.
1: <laughs> but it's service. You are yeah. a therapist. You are yeah. You you are like a I confidence. Literally, you are confident. <laughs> yeah, you're a confidant. You are someone that they trust. You yeah. are someone that sees these people naked where no one probably sees them naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you it's just a different breed. Uh, yeah. You know um. I, I totally believe that being a stylist is being in the circle of trust Yeah, because you're going to hear things, you're going to see things, you're going to, you know, experience things and you need to keep your mouth shut. And, you, yeah. need to, you know, um, just like when I did the World War II uh, Call of Duty yeah. with um, Arista and um, Sledgehammer Studios, like yeah. I'm in there, I had to sign like four different NDAs just yeah. to get in. I didn't even know what the job was until yeah. I got, the place and then I had to sign two more NDAs before I could even look at Jonathan and be like oh this is what a billionaire looks like you know what I mean and have him take off his shirt and feel comfortable with me yeah and I I think the soft skills are very important as if you're going to be the soft skills make people feel comfortable with you girl that is the biggest thing come on
0: telling um my students like, yes. you know, you, everybody's like, oh, I want to be a stylist because I got a good eye. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you have to know psychology. Like, knowing how you to do. talk to these people. You really do. Knowing how to word things you in do. a way that is like, oh, I'm having a problem with this client. Then I get her on the phone. And because I know how to talk to her. Right. Okay, problem solved. We figured right. out how. Like, she saying, she don't like any of the dresses. I'm talking to her like, okay, the stylist said you didn't like anything. Explain to me. And then, you know, just positioning it where... You're okay. making it so that they feel like you understand where they're, they're coming from. Heard. Exactly. Yeah. And then redirect yeah. them and not just, I want to put whatever I want to put on you and you need to love no. it and like it. Because no. sometimes they
1: can't always see the vision or grasp it. Right. if they could
0: and they were good at visuals, they wouldn't have hired us. So. So
1: that part. <laughs> and I think that you, you really nailed it on the head with the psychology. You have to know how to read people. Yeah. You you have regardless of where, what capacity of stylist like I spent the majority of my time as a more of a creative director yeah. than I did as stylist just yeah. because of where I was I you know I was a military spouse at the time yeah and I did what I did it, I just did what I could do at that yeah. time um, but you deal with so many different personalities and you have to be able to read people and you have to be able to adjust and be a chameleon just yeah. to just to reach the vision especially yeah. like working on video sets like music video sets you have divas you have yeah like um you have the the artists you have if there's a entertainment
0: styling period between the managers the agents
1: they mama girlfriend everybody Everybody got an opinion everybody (laughs) wants to be in it you and you don't have enough clothes you're like random people show up like you let me be it's a lot it's just it's girl I did it once and I was like y'all can have all this yeah because this is just not me yeah. I don't I, I don't want to work this hard and to those <laughs> out there that do it kudos listen. to y'all kudos yeah. to you baby because I can't do that yeah I did it once and I was like yeah this is not for me I'm good this was a great 12 hours of my life it was an amazing experience Jeremiah was super sweet yeah but I'm done thank yeah. you and yeah. amen you know, um, but I agree. Don't... That's
0: why I don't do any entertainment stuff
1: anymore girl. either. It's just a lot, and people. I think people have this glamorized view. Girl, that part—the glamorized view. <laughs> do you not know how? Like, girl, I had two two huge suitcases. Yeah. Pull them through the tube. Yeah. Like, come on! Like, it is not glamorous. It's yeah. Huge. It is not. Um, it's glamorous <laughs> if you the subject,
0: but not the person that, doing the work. <laughs>
1: Right. And I just I don't know. I think like Rachel Zoe, I think she did a very good job of showing the behind-the-scenes drama. But even now, but, she had all her assistants doing all the manual grunt label right. work. She Like She still got she, to show she, up and yeah. Right. I mean, granted, she already put her time in, just like June Ambrose. Exactly. Like put, put their time in so they can have assistance and they can afford stuff like that because people are paying them top-notch dollar just because of their access but that takes years she was doing that for almost me and i think i think we all me, you and rachel zoe all started at the same time you think because i
0: thought rachel had been in at least like 20 years um because remember she was working at the magazine at first in new york and then As realized, the like, if I work with these clients on my own, I can make more money than just being a salary. Uh, I mean, an employee of the magazine. Plus, she's older than us, I believe. Ain't she like fifty something? Um, I don't think she's that much older than
1: us. She's she not aging.
0: Well, you know what? Let me stop. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> girl, I can't Chat remember, it. but I could have swore she um uh, been at this way longer. Um
1: no, she's She's scared.
0: Okay, well, she is older than us.
1: Not much by much, my love. Like she's not older. <laughs> Almost she a decade. A, if that. So that means
0: because I'm not even she... mid forties yet. Okay, boo-boo. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm not, we get in there though. We get we getting are, there, but like... she's
0: been in the business, I think, even longer. Yes. She is a burglar, so, though. I'll give her that. <laughs> yeah. So um, but uh, that neither here nor there. Nor uh, there. <laughs> what do you but, think is that most important lesson you've learned thus far? Because, I mean, we still learn it, but lessons. But what do you think to date so far was one of the most important lessons that you've learned?
1: Victoria, can you? Girl, the most important lesson I've learned thus far Sorry, the dog started part fighting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, what is the most important lesson you think you've learned thus far? Oh,
1: okay. All right, let's see. The most important lesson I've learned thus far is be very careful how you treat people because you do not know where they're going to be in 10, 20. Them tables always... Girl, listen... And never, um, always do your homework on yeah. people. Yeah. Always. I can't tell you how many times and, and, um, I've met people, mm. treated them, because I, I treat everybody with respect. I treat everybody that with part. Treated, right? And later on found out that they were like a really big fucking deal. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and now I have great connections with them. Yeah. But they also have, but I also play the under, like, I don't, really tell people what I've done yeah you know I'm new to Atlanta I just moved here last year so I don't really tell people what I do and it is amazing how many people will just ha- treat me not bad but don't consider me yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, and so I
0: people love of name drop or yes throw out their I resume. don't do that yeah I don't, I don't do that either unless I, I don't we're having an organic conversation part. where it's gonna come up and so then you see how people act, and then when they find out, oh, you know this person, that person, and all these things, then it's like, oh wait a minute, now you now yeah. let me act right. Important. And It's like nope, too late because you already shown that. no.
1: But you know what I love? I don't ever name drop. I don't ever name drop. Like, and if I have a conversation with somebody, I can always, I always know when they either have looked me up on LinkedIn,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they have looked up and maybe talked to talked to someone about me, yeah. Because then they come back and they're like, oh, I would love to do lunch. Like, they're so excited. And yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, because
0: I don't like the uh, fakeness of <laughs> right. I don't want to be bothered with you unless I think you somebody. First you off, do- we
1: all somebody. We, we are, are all that. somebody. And you never know, like, and I think that's one of the reasons I got into professional development because there's so many amazing people out here yeah. that all they need is a little bit of polish. All they need is that one That one idea or or understand a concept, understand that, hey, when you go into a job interview, just wear a black suit. If you don't have a black suit, just wear some really nice slacks and a really nice button up shirt or, you know, as nice as you can do, you know, like or ask these questions at a job interview. I don't know. They're going to be they could be CEOs one day. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. I I think people don't give we don't give each other enough grace and, and support grace like, is important. It is and I know for me and and Ivanya you can attest to this because the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I have all, I am a big supporter of the people who are in my circle.
0: Yeah.
1: I will do everything in my power to come out. I will do everything in my power to post it every everywhere. I don't have an ego. And yeah. that's that's one of the most one of, of a very good point as well. You can't have an ego. In fashion and be successful in my opinion and like you can I mean you can stomp on people you can be me you can be the diva you can do this you can do that but just think how cool it would be if you didn't have an ego and you actually help people
0: yeah I mean you definitely get more with honey than um,
1: there you go vinegar vinegar.
0: so you gotta and then like you said you don't know who people know who they're connected to Mm -hmm. and your reputation is all you got and the world is so small I know people that I done ran into in New York that knew people I knew in Atlanta and Come LA on. and Come around on. the world, even. The world so it's is like you got. You want to make sure that when people hear your name, is not yes. girl. It's more like, oh girl, yeah, she's so da 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 da. Because people are talking, people are watching, people are paying attention, yes. and you just you're only as good as your reputation and Come your on. work as far as the kind of person you're no matter how talented you are right it gets you in the room but what's going to keep you there is how you conduct yourself how you act how Your you character. treat people and all the things yes all the characters are so important which yeah. leads me to my next question which is what are maybe three books or podcasts or um books podcasts or movies that you would recommend I try to cover all bases. Like some mm-hmm. people don't like to read. Some people don't like podcasts. I'm like, what's three books, movies, or podcasts that you would recommend for somebody to check out that could help them?
1: All right, so has to be Devil Devil Wears Prada. Come yeah. on, and if you're a fashion person, you should already have. You should. You should. <laughs> Come on. I qu- I literally quote um from that movie <laughs> probably at least once a week come on um as far as books go um the 48 laws of power that's a good one girl isn't it yes but not so much because a lot of people there's a, uh, that book gets a lot of shit honestly because people are like oh it's manipulative it's this is that i was like yeah but you need to read it just in case someone's trying to manipulate you yeah yeah plus
0: and to me it helps you understand people and human yes. nature
1: it really does. And you
0: don't gotta will the power for bad if you don't
1: give for good, then right. it's all good. Right. And um I would say the last one is It's a tie. Okay, okay. So a book I read every year, regardless. Um, it had such a profound just impact on my life, is by Stephen Pressfield called the war of art right um this book changed the war
0: of art or the art of war no no
1: art of war is is suntan- is sun yes that's sunt- what I thought. okay um no this is the art of War. i mean the war of art right okay, okay. um stephen pressfield uh the main the main theme of the book is that um you were given a gift you were given a talent and when you don't utilize that gift talent um, it's like saying you have the cure for cancer and putting it on the shelf because you don't have cancer. Oh, I love that. That's almost right. like biblical
0: of- like Girl. Using listen. your gifts and talents and when you don't use them, it's like- Yes.
1: You know. It's like casting your pearls upon swine. Yes, um, exactly. But we're going to go with it. Um, so that is a book I read probably once a year. I listen to it once a year. Um And that. That, that really changed- that really, really, really changed the outlook I had on styling, really. Yeah. Because um, when I would style, you, you're you dealing with people's emotions. You're dealing yeah. with um, some of the most insecure people, right? You're seeing them naked. You're seeing them literally in a way that not a lot of people see them. And having... Um, having the empathy and sympathy and understanding the difference is pivotal. Yeah. If totally you agree. agree, you know? So yeah, definitely the those that book, that movie, um I love yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time. Of course, we're going to tag you when we um, post the podcast. It'll probably be later this week. Um, If y'all want to, of course, ask questions, learn more, um, we will be tagging her. But you also, when we post, you can always comment, tag below, ask questions, or want more insight, and we can connect you with our guests, like Toya. And so thank you again for taking the time. I'm going to, of course, put this all together. And then me and you, of course, to talk offline about, you know, when we hanging out again and when I'm seeing <laughs> you um, and go from there. But, I mean, I know I've definitely seen you at the Appreciation Party March 12th. Yes, boo. Uh, my, I really and truly appreciate you and our friendship as well as your support always. Yes. And um, I will talk to you later, guys. And y'all have a stylish week. And we hope y'all enjoyed this episode.
1: Yes. Bye. 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 It only took three takes.